0: Ukulele Tales, the ukulele podcast with John Atkins.
1: Hello and welcome back to Ukulele Tales with me, John Atkins. You guys are the best, so thank you very much for joining me for another adventure this week. And thanks again, as ever, to my good friends at Carla for sponsoring the show. Visit Carlabrand.comslash slash teacher for 10% off anything on their website. They have banjuleles, u-basses, Strings, straps, tuners, capos, books, and of course, a whole host of incredible ukuleles. I've personally been using Carla Ukes for the best part of a decade now, and I can't recommend them highly enough. So if you are in the market for a new uke, just go to Carlobrand.com slash uke teacher, and you will score a sweet, sweet 10% discount on anything. Okay, this week's is a fun one, and it's a little bit out there as well. Michaela Consiglio has been a lodge manager with Sun World Safaris for over a decade, guiding tourists on trips around her adopted homeland of Kenya. But during Covid, she had the incredible idea of combining this with her then new love of playing the ukulele. Now she runs her own ukulele safari, not just showing tourists the sights and sounds of Kenya, but also providing them with first-rate ukulele teaching and the chance to write and perform their own music in the wilds of Africa. Last year, Boris Mogilevsky, a.k.a. Boris Ukulele, another former guest of the show, by the way, accompanied a group of holidaymakers on their tour, teaching them all he knew about the ukulele along the way. And, of course, there's already plans in place for follow-up trips with Sammy String Boy Turton and other top names in the ukulele world that are going to take place in the near future. Not only that, but Michaela herself is also using Ukulele Safari to raise money to provide ukuleles to underfunded schools around Nairobi, and bring music to a whole new generation of children who otherwise might never have experienced it. Sounds amazing, right? Well, to be honest with you, I don't think I'm even close to doing it justice. So why don't I hand over to Michaela, and she can tell us all a bit more about it. I'm here with Michaela. Oh, how do you say your last name, please, Michaela? Consiglio? Consiglio. Consiglio.
0: Consiglio,
1: Which is, it sounds like an Italian name.
0: It is very Italian.
1: Okay, but you're not Italian, are you? I am Italian. You are Italian, okay. I'm
0: from Sicily.
1: You're from Sicily? Yes. Okay, (laughs) but you don't live in Sicily now?
0: No, I live in Kenya.
1: In Kenya, and that's sort of what you're here to talk about today with me, right? Yes. Your ukulele safari project. Yes. Would you just tell us what it is to start off with? Is that OK?
0: Yes. Well, we believe in the healing power of music and I wanted to put together two things I love, music and wildlife. And, and because I have nobody uh, there who can play the ukulele with me, I decided um, maybe the only way to bring ukulele players is through a safari. And this is how it started, to put together um, music and wildlife. Nobody does that. and to transform feelings into music. Because what we do during the safari is during the day we see wildlife, we see amazing landscape, we see unbelievable colors. You you should see to understand what I'm talking about. And then in the evening we create music inspired by the event of the days. So we did, uh, we wrote the um, Lazy Leopard Blues. Or lazy
1: leopard blues yes okay
0: the, the story of this lazy leopard is because we were on a safari we saw a leopard who gave birth to a cub and because too many vehicles were around uh she was hidden in a hole so yeah. we managed to see only the spot uh of the leopard she never came out okay and uh and that our uh, the lazy leopard blues came to exist
1: but let me just take it back a step The ukulele safari, uh, is it like a sort of luxury holiday or something? Yes, it is. Okay.
0: It is uh, because we are using only luxury properties where I've been working for the past 10 years, mainly because uh, I I want to be sure that the service we give uh, is excellent. Africa sometimes can be scary to many people, you know, the black continent. Many people think that we need vaccine, they are going to get sick, that we have malaria, that we have a lot of things. It is not. Uh, the case it is very safe I never got sick myself and uh, I want to make sure that the experience is perfect and this is why I use only the property that they belong to the tour operator I work for it's one of the biggest in Kenya and one of the best organized and this is why uh, we use only luxury properties
1: sure sure but the word Safari that means you're shooting animals, right? Is that what it no, means normally? No, Safari okay.
0: in Swahili means a journey.
1: A journey, okay, okay. But
0: uh, Kenya was uh, colonized by the British, and at the beginning, uh, they moved to Kenya to build the railway, yeah, the train, and yes, they were shooting. They were shooting uh, animals before, but now it's illegal.
1: Right, okay, okay, okay.
0: So they shoot with cameras now.
1: Yeah, very nice, okay. Yes. But the ukulele Safari, Uh, It's a charity as well or not exactly?
0: What happened is uh, after we organized, we did the first itinerary and everything was ready, the website was ready, I met a music teacher, so the place where I work is called the Lions Bluff Lodge, it's a lodge. Um, We do charity work, we um, show documentary in Israeli to kids and we show them the wildlife and we teach them how important it is to preserve the wildlife during one of these trips to the lodge the teacher she said she was a music teacher and i asked what do you what instrument do you teach and she said oh we don't have any um so how do you do your lesson and she said i say imagine a guitar imagine a piano yeah and i was like
1: okay (laughs) yeah
0: and i took the ukulele that i have at the lodge Uh, for my guest. It's there, it's written, play me, for anyone who would like to play. And I played the hippopotamus song. It's a song I had online, and the kids loved it, and the teacher loved it, and I tried to teach them a few chords, and I saw that they were really in love with that. And this is how the idea of bringing ukuleles to kids came to me, because uh, uh, they don't have, they don't have instrument. Right. Some of them, uh, they play um, pipes inside yeah. uh, a pot and that's a very nice noise. So some instruments are unmade, but maybe they cannot afford so thanks to you and um to boris, boris yeah. yes yeah. you boris bernadette and um, james healy remember we did the concert online oh, right
1: on instagram i think yes. yeah i actually forgot all about that <laughs> yeah okay yes yeah. we
0: raised uh, enough money to buy 70 ukuleles that we donated to three different schools wow and during the safari we donated the ukuleles in and, uh, in kenya
1: in kenya, right. kenya yeah, yeah,
0: one yeah. school was in Nairobi, one in Masemara, and one in Tsavo and we did a workshop uh, to teach them. And, uh, and now we are trying to continue uh, the, the project and, uh, and bringing more teachers to teach the teachers. Um, yeah. And this is the direction where we are going. So for every safari, for every person who come on safari, we donate one ukulele for each participant. And uh, of course we do the workshop and then in future, as we speak, we are working on a possible volunteer program okay. to get uh, people to come at an affordable price, so it will not be the luxury holiday, to go and teach um, in the schools. Even right. if it's one week or two weeks, with Boris we are developing a, a program um, to, um, that everybody can come and follow to, to teach the kids.
1: So at the moment, Ukulele Safari, uh, what is it, like a commercial project, uh, product, I mean, for people to, it's like a holiday, right? People it is a holiday. Yeah, okay, it yeah. It is a yeah. holiday.
0: So, so how it, many
1: people can go on it at one time?
0: I target 12 people last time. It was a big success. We were 14.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: And um, there are 12 because we fly in between destination and the aircraft are small. Right. And also, the, it's better when we are small because uh, the teacher that in, in November will be Boris, but in March will be Sami, four string boy.
1: Oh, no way. Okay, awesome. Yes,
0: we are trying. The idea is um, um, to cooperate and not compete. This yeah. is my motto. That's cool. And I would love to bring all the teachers that they can come. If I could do like two, three safaris a year, each with different
1: teachers, it would be fantastic. What is it now, one a, one a year at the moment? Right
0: or? now, I, yes. Yeah. Right now I did one in November, uh, 18 November, and the next one will be in March 2024. Yeah. But uh, of course, if any teacher come and said, I have 10 people, 10 of my students would like to come on safari, then uh, I'll say, okay, fine, let's choose a date, let's do it.
1: Let's make it happen, right? Let's make it yeah, happen. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Wow. So, what gave you the idea for it in the first place? Um,
0: because uh, when, uh, okay. I always wanted to play guitar in my life. Yeah. Uh, in Sicily, in school, we had only the, the recorder. Which same,
1: I, same. I, yeah, I don't like yeah. it very
0: much. I could burn all of them.
1: We've spoke about that a lot on this show, actually. This podcast. Yeah. People don't love the recorder. Yeah.
0: The, 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 my secret plan is to remove the recorder from school and replace them with the ukulele. Good plan. It's not secret anymore now. <laughs> <laughs> And um, and I could see people playing the guitar. And I was like, oh, yes. But I never got the chance to have a teacher or to buy one. I was a kid living with my mom. When I was working in Congo, so in 2005, I moved to Congo to do volunteer.
1: To the Congo? Yes. OK, yeah. Uh, yeah. During
0: um, war. Yeah. Um, so um, we had nothing to do there. Yeah. There is nothing because it is the war. And I was living in a container with my crew. I was working in aviation. Uh, first, I did volunteer. Then I was working in aviation, and um, one of the pilots left his guitar behind. And we didn't have internet, so I tried to see with books what I could do. But of course, you arrive at the F chord and the world end.
1: The guitar. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's so the first part. F- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very The tragic, F, F chord
0: yeah. become the F words, <laughs> and, <Right. I> just, <laughs> and you just leave it. And I left that guitar in my wardrobe for ten years. Mm. Then I moved back to Kenya. I married a Kenyan, it was my colleague, and then um, by chance, one day, I was looking at a YouTube tutorial to how to fix a roof, and instead I found uh, Elisa Eklund playing a song created with the insult she gets on YouTube.
1: Oh, right, okay, yeah. And I thought, like,
0: oh my gosh, this is so fun. Yeah. What is this? It's got four strings small, maybe I can do it. And I found one, a very cheap one in Kenya. And I started to play and then I met Bernadette online and you and only recently Boris. And I started to play and I loved it. And then COVID happened. Yeah. And then life happens. And uh, as I mentioned to you before, uh, 2021 was a very hard year for me. I went through some family big trauma. Yeah. And I thought my life was
1: finished. Wow. Okay.
0: And instead it did not because the ukulele community was so um, supportive right i'm sorry
1: <laughs> fine yeah yeah you go go ahead
0: uh, it was so supportive people that they don't know me they were sending me messages and tablature and and they were telling me let's play together let's do something and i was like okay and i did and uh and next things i know i have online friends and people like Benedetti your tutorial, Tyler, and especially Boris was very close to me during that time. I can say the music saved my life.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, Michaela. Thank you. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then, uh, because I was alone all the time. I mean, I work, I'm surrounded by people, but nobody plays right i said so i i would love to play with other people and then during covid we start to do the collaboration you know yeah. online all the, the stuff. zoom
1: chats and everything the zoom things and the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. like
0: oh let's play together you record this i record this and that was super cool and then i said like wait how do i get ukulele players here and the only thing i i know how to organize safaris this is what i do
1: right <laughs> okay yeah
0: and yeah. this is uh, why I did it
1: and that's how it all happened
0: oh yeah and we created a fantastic soundtrack for the safari um, that we play all together and the thing is it's open to every level you don't have to be a professional we had uh, people in the group that they did not play ukulele and they learned oh right okay or they played percussion so this is where a good teacher and a good leader uh, is important because Boris uh, in the specific was giving a a different part of a song that we created, not a cover, to different people according to their level. So if you are basic, you play a few chords. If right. you are more expert, you play, play more complicated pattern. Yeah. And we played like in an orchestra, right? All together, imagine 10 people, 14 people, yeah. playing all together different part. Who is finger-picking, who's drumming, who is strumming, uh, who uh, is doing percussion all together. At a point that some of the guests around of the Lodge, um, they said, like, oh, you guys are a band. For how long have you been playing together? I said, well, we met three days ago. And, and it was amazing.
1: Yeah, what a compliment, right? You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: the connection and the bonding between us um, is deeper than what we thought. Yeah, because after the safari, we've been in touch with many of the participants. I went to the UK just to meet some of them. No way. Really? Yes.
1: Wow. Okay. (laughs) And to
0: play together just for a weekend. Yeah. And uh, one of them flew from Belgium just for one night. Yeah. To be together
1: in the UK. Yeah. To The UK. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then uh, look at that. Now we are in California. Yeah. um, With people from the UK, from Kenya. From Tokyo.
1: I'm sorry, I missed you in the UK. I had no idea you were there.
0: (laughs) I was there just for a weekend. Just for a weekend, okay. Yes, and I was kind of undercover. Okay. Because my mum, I was visiting my mum in Italy, and if I had told her, like, oh yes, I'm going to play ukulele with my friend, she was (laughs) going to be upset. So I told her, I have to work.
1: Right. Well, yeah, it is working, isn't it? You know, yeah
0: yeah yeah it, it it was awesome. yeah
1: <laughs> that's terrific, yeah
0: you yeah. you can be yourself, you can enjoy the and this is why I say music is healing. yeah, for many people.
1: yeah I mean particularly, I mean, you sort of mentioned it yourself, but during the last what two, three years, like you know 2020 when COVID hit, so many people had such a difficult time, you know I mean the world kind of stopped for for a while, didn't it? and we couldn't leave our house, we couldn't go out, we couldn't meet other people. And yeah, for a lot of people, music was a real, um, well, lifesaver is, I think, the word you used, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And now that we are able to kind of go out again and meet people again, it's terrific to be able to see these people in real life and and carry on with these friendships that we've sort of formed over time. And
0: and I tell people, uh, do not be shy, Uh, go out, meet other people, uh, make an effort, because life is short. yeah. I follow your dreams. Don't wait for things to happen. Yeah. Just go ahead. You have a dream do it today. Do it now.
1: See now I feel a bit guilty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Well I was looking forward to going back to the hotel room in a minute and having a little uh, T V time. But Lenny's invited us out tonight, right, for yes. this uh, sort of jam you session. Come. Yeah. I know he said I should come and I probably should come. I'm
0: still just lagged for the past week, well, but I will go. Oh
1: see I just wanted to go to bed, but no, well, you, should you should probably, not. I should probably come along, should I? You should come. I, yeah, yeah. Should come. Yeah. I think, uh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You were saying just now we only have one life and it's all yeah. a journey, right?
0: It is a journey. And at the
1: moment, our journeys are at the same point in the journey. <laughs> we're at the same place. Yeah. So, yeah, let's make the most of it, you know? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? Everybody's got a message for you, John. For me? Um, yeah, for you, for me, for everyone. Uh, you just need to understand the message. The people you meet in life have yeah. for you. Yeah. Maybe you have a message for somebody, maybe somebody has a message for you.
1: Maybe, well, I always hope people hearing this podcast will kind of get something out of it. I don't always know what it's gonna be, but I'm putting it out there and I think people are enjoying it, some people are enjoying it, (laughs) and I think people are getting stuff out of it, you know, so, yeah, I think so.
0: I I hope so, because many people do not know, I I mean, music is vibration, and Mm. I always say you should should hear a lion roaring. That will make your bones shiver. And this is why it is powerful if you know what you are doing.
1: Well, talking of lions, you just showed me on your phone a picture of a lion. Yeah. That you'd taken on your phone. Yes. Where were you when you took that photo?
0: So, in our lodge, the lodge is a small luxury lodge. It's got 12 rooms, and we have an underground room for photographers. Okay. We are specializing in photography. So, you go in this underground room. And the uh, animal go and drink. So the lion was there. and uh, I was Not there. in
1: the rooms or outside of the room? I was outside okay. the room. It
0: was drinking. So they broke the curtain, So they saw me inside. Yeah. And uh, it was curious. You know, Italian food is delicious. Right.
1: So. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it would have eaten me if, uh, if I was outside.
1: So how far were you from the lion? I know there was a, obviously like a window between yeah, you. 10 but 10
0: centimetres.
1: Say that again. 10 centimetres yeah. from the lion. Yeah. And that's a common thing for you guys in yes. Kenya, right? Yes. Wow. See, I don't know if I could handle that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, my guests do not get this um, opportunity to be close because uh, the safari is very safe. Um, you go to, um, you come at the lodge. Usually we do t- two game drives a day. So at 6.30 in the morning, you go out in the car, you see the animals, you see the color, the savanna. what is happening out there. Then you come back, you have lunch. You go out again, you come back. In our case, then you play music. For us, we work there and we live there 24 hours a day. Yeah. When the clients are out, the lodge is empty and is silent. And it's when the animal approach, when we have no guests. As long as uh, uh, there are guests around and there is life, uh, they will not come because they are um, scared of us. Right. So okay. I do joke that the lion will eat me. It will not. It will run away.
1: Really? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Amazing character, right? Michaela is just another one of these awesome individuals that you sometimes come across at NAM, like a Ron Telpner or a Peter Luongo, whose enthusiasm is just so infectious that you can't help but get drawn into their story. I personally loved how she said that the ukulele community basically saved her life. Now, I know people tend to think of ukulele players as a great bunch of folk generally, but come on, let's give ourselves some credit here. Covid was a terrible time for lots and lots and lots of people, and I know that the ukulele community was there for each other, providing love and support in the shape of online uke concerts and Zoom jams and fundraisers. So, let's give ourselves a bit of a pat on the back, Because that is the sort of love that pays itself forward. I mean, look what Michaela is doing now because of the love that she felt from the ukulele community. It's incredibly inspirational and I wish her so much luck and love in the future. She's going to do even more great things. I'm absolutely sure of it. Anyway, before we go back to her, I have another quick thing I want to talk about. This week's episode has a second sponsor, the Vidami Blue Foot Pedal. Now You may have seen me mention this pedal in one or two of my recent YouTube videos. But if you haven't, let me just tell you about it really quickly. Um, Basically, it's a Bluetooth foot pedal with a bunch of really cool features that I think will totally revolutionize the way you practice. Now, I talk a lot about when is the best time to practice and how often you should practice. But one of the things that I often don't really think about is how efficient our practicing really is. Now, I know when I'm trying to follow along with a YouTube video, I'm constantly leaning over and pressing pause and rewinding and trying to get the video back to just the right spot. But with the Vidami Blue foot pedal, you can do everything without even having to put down your ukulele or lean over and start pressing buttons on your computer. Because with the Vidami Blue, you can just press play, pause, jump forwards or backwards, and even adjust the speed of the video you're watching just with a tap of your foot. The most exciting thing though for me is that you can create a loop just by pressing the pedal once at the start point and once again at the end point, and the pedal will play that same section of the video over and over again, until you're ready to move on and try something else. So personally what I like doing is setting up a loop for a really complicated bit of a song or a solo that I'm trying to learn, and then slowing it right down until I've nailed that tricky bit and then moving on. And it's all done with a simple five button foot pedal, so you don't need to keep putting your uke down and fiddling with your phone or your computer or your tablet. It's also Bluetooth, which means that it's totally wireless and the charge lasts for ages so it's not going to run out of battery while you're in the middle of the session. Funnily enough, I was given my pedal at NAMM, and it's honestly been something I've used pretty much every day since. I think it's something you guys are going to enjoy checking out and having fun with as well. So the main focus of the Vidami Blue is that it's meant to make your practice time more efficient, and it absolutely does do that. But for me, it has two other awesome features that are also absolute game-changers in their own right, and they might be something else that you guys would get a kick out of too, Firstly, the page turner. How often are you playing a song and you have to stop what you're doing, lean over and turn the page or scroll over your iPad or go back to a page when it tells you to repeat the chorus? Now I know there are dozens of videos of me playing through a song and I have to lunge at my iPad to try and quickly flip to the next bit without stopping strumming and it just annoys me every single time. Well, the Vidami Blue is a great page turner. It works with all of your favourite music websites and it's even compatible with the Kindle app. So you can import your own PDF songbooks and song sheets as well and use it with them. Plus, if you know me, you'll know I love recording music at home and I'm a big GarageBand fan. Well, guess what? The Vidami Blue has you covered there as well. You can control GarageBand and several other top doors and you can press play, pause, toggle the metronome on and off, duplicate tracks and even press record all with your feet. Now, that last one is amazing because it means if you've spent ages trying to set your mic up in just the right place to record some great vocals or ukulele, you don't have to lose that perfect sound by getting up and running back to your computer just to press record. You just do it with your feet. Like I said, I absolutely love mine, and it has honestly become something I use pretty much every day since they very kindly gave me one at NAM. Now, if you're interested in checking it out, go to vadami.com for more info, or use my referral link in the show notes. And if you use the code UKTEACHER10, you will get an additional 10% discount on that blue foot pedal. So, there you go. I'm not a big plugger, as I hope you know by now. But when I do find a product that I really believe in and that I think will help you guys out, I go all in with it. So I really hope you will check out the Vidami blue foot pedal and let me know what you think. Okay, let's get back to Michaela's wonderful story and find out that it's not just ukulele Safari she does, but... As I'm sure you've probably gathered, there are many, many more strings to her bow. Okay, moving away from safari for a minute. Yes. I was just speaking to some of the people you, I think you came with them or you've met them yes, here. You know, yes, yes, uh,
0: yeah, we organised to, to be together.
1: Now they told me you have some more strings to your bow, right? Firstly, homemade ukulele jewellery. Oh, made out of like old cds and and stuff like that yes what can you tell me a bit about that
0: yes a few years ago i moved uh, i bought a house and we had no power no electricity for three years
1: for three years yes okay
0: so i didn't have a fridge i didn't have a tv and i was not working so i needed to keep myself busy and i started to do to recycle things Then I started to work and I saw how much rubbish was around and I said what if the local people can make money out of plastic and rubbish and then they don't trash it. It was an ambitious project. Yeah. And I started to teach people how to make um, jewellery out of uh, plastic bottles.
1: Jewellery, okay, out of plastic bottles. Yes, like necklace, yes,
0: and flowers and things out of plastic bottles. And then I had a lot of CD because I didn't have a TV so I had a laptop and I was watching CD. So I had a lot of CD and I started to do experiments. And I started to do elephant with the, this necklace uh, made uh, with the elephant shape we were supporting the elephant orphans so only recently i did the ukuleles because i fell in love with the ukuleles and thanks to this project um there is a young boy who goes to school and a family who helped me doing it because we don't have tools so it's all unmade you know you take the cd you clean it you cut it uh, with the hand and then uh, you cook it
1: yeah, I was gonna say you like melt it down or yes. something right yes. okay, okay you color
0: it you cook it so I finish it but I have two people that uh thanks to these plastic things they have a house and the seven years old child has been going to school now since four years ago
1: because of the money raised by selling this jewelry Yes,
0: that's correct I, wow. I do pay them yeah
1: wow Yeah. oh well done <laughs> sorry that sounds really patronizing but well, that's incredible like seriously that's so that's just incredible you know you
0: see when uh, when you live in the what i call the normal world yeah um, you don't realize how lucky you are
1: oh yeah and um, i want
0: to share a story one day i was uh, i was driving home in my own car right and uh, to my own house and i was uh, upset about my life and i was you know mumbling how miserable i was and then i saw this lady uh, with a baby in her back held by just uh, a cloth carrying in the middle of nowhere under the sun two drums of water she was walking home uh, and possibly walking for a very long time with two drums of water because they have no running water in the house and at that point i said michela you need to stop complaining because you have more way more of what many people here yeah, have yeah. so there are still people out there that they have no running water There's still people that they have no electricity, and uh, we are extremely lucky, so we should uh, treasure what we have instead of thinking what we don't have.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right?
0: And in that particular moment, I said, uh, I will not allow myself to be sad again. Okay. And uh, yeah, yeah
1: here you are yeah yeah Yeah. and what a life right what a life you're living you know
0: Uh, yeah well it's not all gold (laughs) what shines but i don't complain because i have a job that i love i live in a place that i love we live at the equator so it's never so cold and it's never too hot yeah and uh, i feed my soul with music and nature
1: incredible yeah i know i'm uh, what am I going to say? I try and be. I, I am really grateful for a lot of stuff. Like, I do try not to get down about what I don't have anymore. I know when I was a kid, I was like, really, like, oh, this kid has this, and this other kid has loads of money, or their parents have a great yeah. car and like TV, CV or whatever. But now I'm a grown up, I really try not to care too much about possessions. <laughs> but like, I really try not to have too much stuff, you know. Um,. Yeah because I just don't need it. You, you know? don't need it. So, yeah.
0: and, and another thing you should also think about is so many times we get annoyed and upset at things. And I always invite people to, before you get upset, ask yourself, is this a big deal?
1: Yeah.
0: Is this a big deal? Like with your wife, with your kid, with your colleague, with the guy driving the car, is this a big deal? And you will see that it's not a big deal. Right. And um, and this is what I learned from Kenyan people. Kenyan people are extremely patient and they are lovely and they are very supportive. During COVID, many people lost their job. Yeah. And yet we were all uh, coming together to put money together and buy food for the less fortunate. Yeah. And the people that they didn't have much, they were still helping. And if they could not put money, they were putting like maybe a banana because they have a banana tree. But everybody was contributing.
1: As a community? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And
0: even now, many times, you know, we have a WhatsApp group in the neighborhood. And it's like, oh, we need to pay school fees for a group of children. And we all put money together and, and we do it. Even if you don't know the people, right? I don't know all my neighborhood. Right, okay. So there is this sense of community that I find there that I never found in Italy yeah i actually never found it anywhere
1: yeah i certainly never found it when i was living in the states in the u.s
0: i think in the states um, uh, it's big i think yeah. they're too big to have this kind of uh, or maybe it's a cultural thing somewhere. yeah
1: maybe because now we live in the uk my family yeah and we've moved to a very small village in the country so we sort of do know our neighbors again and we do know the people we live with and we are kind of friends and sort of look out for each other a little bit and that's like such a nice change you know but obviously not on the level yeah of of what you're talking about but yeah but it did make me realize after living here for what was it like five or six years in the states Mm -hmm. to go back to where oh i know the person i live next to and i know their kids and you know just the local people and it's just it's nice to leave the house and see people you know and and be part of a community and and things like that so yeah Something else I was told I should ask you about. I yeah, know I know what, what you're you know going I'm coming to don't yeah. here, right? <laughs> You have a board game?
0: Yes. I okay, I'm a, a, you see you are a teacher. So what I'm going to tell you is nothing new. Not all the students learn at the same in the same way. And this is what I find wrong in every school in the planet. There is one teacher, 20 kids. Yeah. I I have challenges in learning things, especially theory. And even when Boris tried to teach me something, my mind goes somewhere else. Yeah, and it's yeah. so visible that I'm distracted. And possibly I fell asleep once during his Zoom lesson in front of everyone. It was really embarrassed, embarrassing. So I invented a board game, um, to challenge myself and to learn the things I'm struggling to learn and then i shared it with some friends and they said oh this is so cool so the aim of the game basically is about game so you throw the dice and you have your little ukulele to move every time you land in a place you have to perform a task okay this task um can be um find all the sea on the fretboard right okay or play a flamenco scale oh Or um, improvise a song about cats It can be anything, right? If you succeed, you pick a chord from from the deck. Yeah. If you don't succeed, you leave the chord. At the end of the game, you end up to have a bunch of cards with words and chords. So you have to create, improvise a song with what you have in your hand.
1: The chords that you've picked up during the game? Okay. Yes, Yes.
0: the chords and the words.
1: And the words, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the
0: idea is on the way you learn new things, You learn the theory. You do ear training. Yeah. Because we have uh, guess the chord. You have fun. There is no winner or loser. And then you try to stimulate your creativity. Yeah. Improvising songs during the game, and and then you are obliged to do, uh, because when you drop or pick the card, you know you need to know which chord go well together right so at the end of the game your chords the one you have in your hands they actually sound nice so that help you to to play a proper song and then you improvise a song and it's just fun
1: how many players is it for
0: I did not kind of. Uh, it, you can play right now. I played just with four people, four but people, okay, uh, it can yeah. be six people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, it's something they can. And I didn't want to do it electronic. Some people say, like, why don't you do like an app or something? And I say, nope.
1: Old school. Old school. Old school. I yeah. want
0: people to leave the electronic away.
1: Yeah. And be yeah.
0: together and have fun together.
1: Absolutely. You know, I've just started playing like Monopoly with my son. Yes. And it's so nice to have like a dice that you actually throw and yes. um, little plastic you know figures that you move yeah. around a board yeah. yeah that's a great idea
0: yeah and so, uh, you have an easy version and a more challenging version. okay
1: and does this exist yet i mean obviously you've played it but
0: i have a prototype you have a
1: prototype yes okay. and
0: now i'm actually looking for um a way to print it in a, a more economical way yeah and it's uh, printed on canvas because the idea is to be portable okay so that you can attach it to your ukulele bag and go oh, everywhere cool. with
1: it yeah yeah right what a great idea yes. yeah so you're looking for like um, a, a manufacturer, a distributor, yes. or something? Yeah. Yes. Man- where about in where worldwide? I mean.
0: Yeah, worldwide. Yeah. I am I just because I would love to support the Kenyan people. So right now I printed it there, but um, yeah, right now the cost is too high. Yeah. So this is why it's kind of I have just a few copies. Um, also because we need to play together. Yeah. And- Test it.
1: Yeah. And did uh, you bring one to Nam with yes, you? Yes, I. Oh, you did. I do. Oh, you'll have to show me tomorrow or something. Yeah. If, I'll if you're it around, I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, yeah, yeah. Great, I'm okay.
0: yeah. Yes, I have one here because I wanted to try it with the girls, which uh, we did, and uh, it's kind of super fun.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they they raved about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They told about it. it. Yeah.
0: Because you see, the whole idea is for me to learn are uh, the scales to learn how to uh, the chords, to recognize chords, to learn all things that I'm struggling to study in the normal way. So maybe with the game, I will remember. Yeah.
1: So, okay, just to wrap up then, is there anything yeah. else you want to tell the listeners about or any way they can kind of stay in touch with you or what they should do to follow your adventures?
0: Well, we have a website, the where I, I started to write a blog where I shared a few days of the safaris. I will write more. And then, of course, I'll, um, I'm getting updates from the teachers, from the people teaching the ukulele to the kids uh, in the schools we donated the ukuleles. Because, of course, we don't just donate and forget about it we we are following them
1: oh okay cool yeah yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to make
0: sure that we donated to the right school they're being used and they are being used yeah and um all so on instagram i am ukulele safari and yeah. then of course my person that's the serious one then there is the stupid one oh what's that uh, one ukulele in kenya
1: oh i don't think i'm following that one
0: i don't know i do I follow know. you yeah yeah that one is actually I call it my stupid one. It's not really stupid, but, you know, if you post a song that you learned and you spent a lot of time um, learning it, you might get like 10 likes yeah. and two comments, and maybe yeah. one comment is my mom. Then you post something stupid, like me complaining about uh, pineapple on pizza, and yeah. you get 62 yeah. comments and yeah. a thousand yeah. likes. Yeah. Um, so I often post my struggle in learning something, learning difficult um, things. Right uh-huh. now I'm doing the jazz with uh, with James Hill and uh, you know he said uh, hey, it's easy if you know how to do the, the B flat then you're overqualified and I find myself I don't have enough fingers for this Jatsy code but I love it uh-huh. <laughs> it's so challenging so I just post my challenges in the in the hope to inspire people not to give up yeah because yeah, often yeah. on social media we see only the best we see the best players we will be the, the best yeah. singer people I often play um, when I just woke up from my bed, so um, I have no air combed and I have no makeup, I'm the way I am. That's
1: a great habit though, just the first thing you do every morning, just strum a ukulele.
0: Yeah, because my, yeah, my brain yeah. is um, is more active during the morning. Ah, and also I use music to channel. Anger and bad feeling, and I think everybody should do that. Yeah. So I started to write a book. It's called the little book of insult for Uh ukulele.
1: For ukulele? All right. Okay.
0: (laughs) Where I write um, songs um, with basically insult uh, towards people or situation that give me make me upset. Yeah. So the the first one is towards a colleague that I don't like very much. He give me hard time. So instead of fighting with him or let the anger get over me, just wrote a song about him and, and I laugh about it. Yeah. So, the, you know, whenever you are upset, at the traffic jam or at your spouse or whatever things happen in your life, just sing about it.
1: You have a song for every occasion, right? I do. The traffic jam blues or something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Terrific! Yeah. Oh, so creative, Michaela. I love it. Yeah. So so creative.
0: You need to be always in movement. Or, yeah, or yeah, You'll get bored.
1: Precisely. And this is yeah. why
0: I love my job because uh, when I'm in, when I'm at work, um, I get the chance to play for my client. Sometimes oh, yeah. oh yes Oh yeah. yes, and uh, many people end up buying the ukulele after they talk to me. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. Um, and then I meet different people, it's always different, there is always a different challenge. I always say if people could listen our morning meeting or read our WhatsApp chat, they are absolutely ridiculous. Like, uh, sometimes we have issues like, oh, a hippopotamus died and we need to remove the body, how do I do that? Oh, I don't wow. know, yeah. it's not yeah. written on Wikipedia, there is no <laughs> yeah. instruction. How to remove five tons of dead animal who actually stings. Or like uh, you don't have water, and it's because the elephant broke the water pipe. Wow! So you know our daily program problems are a bit different. Yeah. uh,
1: Very different to the kind of things you know I deal with in uh, in England. You know.
0: Yes, and you know what? Nobody teaches you. I I studied to become an hotel director, but in Italy, but nobody tells you how to deal with with these kind of things.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think, like, the worst that's happened to me in Bath, where I live, is, like, the, there's no sausage rolls in the bakery that morning yeah. or something, you know. And I'm like, oh, that's really ruined my day. <laughs>
0: yeah, last time we didn't have meat, it was because Danaeena came in the kitchen, broke the... Mm, opened the freezer and took the frozen meat and oh ran away with it.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Yeah. And now you might ask, how do you know it was Danaina? Well, we are trained. I'm uh, actually a trained guide. I'm a safari guide myself as well. And um, you recognize the footprint and the shape of the teeth.
1: I don't believe it. That's uh, yeah. that's literally like the oldest joke in the world, isn't it? About how do you know if an elephant's in the fridge, been in the fridge? The footprint's in the butter. Something like that, I think. I'm not very good with telling jokes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you're yeah. literally saying like... Yeah. A hyena was in your freezer and stole the meat and you could tell because there were footprints and uh
0: yeah and the the teeth shape of mark. the teeth, yeah yes
1: wow what a, i mean i know things are different in kenya to like you know england and the usa but that's just un- uh, remarkable yeah. really incredible yeah it is
0: amazing i mean you can walk from my office to my room and uh and see so many footprints uh, i i put the night camera that camera trap at night to oh, see yeah. what's happening yeah. and once also the hyena ate it but that I discovered it, yeah, because I, we took the photo, so I saw Diana taking it. And yeah. Okay. It. Okay. Um, uh, yes, it's a different uh, world, and even uh, the smallest of the animals is interesting there. You, you know, you might see now a, a beetle and think like, oh, it's a beetle. You know, we see a beetle and we see what is behind
1: that beetle. W- what is behind the beetle?
0: Well, for instance, we have. Um, We have dung beetles.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: They can be very big. They're beautiful. And they take the dung of the animal and they roll it in a ball. Yeah. And then they put the eggs inside. Then the eggs hatch and they start to eat the poo and they go out. Now, they are cleaners because they remove the poo. Honestly, the whole journey has been really fantastic. Safari means a journey. Yeah. So we are all on a safari in our life. Yeah. And we just need to... Uh, see where we are going yeah. um, and not see just the obstacle. And, and I see in my job many people that um, they they give up their dreams. Yeah. Uh, so my message for everyone is follow your strings and uh, do not give up your dreams, whatever that is.
1: Wow, what a story. Follow your streams and don't give up your dreams. Thank you, Michaela. It was a blast speaking to you. And of course, all the other amazing ukulele safari ladies at NAM. If you guys are listening, hello to you too. And I hope we will bump into each other again in the not too distant future. And I hope you guys enjoyed that too. Be sure to give me a shout if you have any suggestions for guests. I have had a couple of cool suggestions lately, and I am working on some big names too. So let's keep our fingers crossed. Remember, you can contact me about that or anything at all by messaging me at uketeacher at com, where, as you know, I do read and reply to every single message I receive. Eventually. Thank you once again to Carla for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, you can get a cool, cool, cool 10% off anything on their website just by visiting my special link carlabrand.com slash uke teacher and I do, by the way, mean anything, not just their fantastic ukuleles. Anyway, I'll be back, same uke time same uke channel, next Wednesday, with another great interview for you, and it'll be available in all the usual podcasty places, as always so make sure you're subscribed okay, until next time I love you all and I wish you the best